Hey you, it's me, Barney from Playtime. Remember, I promised I'd explain Playtime's awesome new diaper bags to you if you promised to go check them out. You haven't returned any of my calls, so this is my last resort. Playpacks are a multi-handle backpack diaper bag made from high-quality waterproof nylon by the folks at Playtime. Playpacks are able to fit up to six adult diapers with room to spare, and with their wide, reinforced main compartment, they stay open on their own during changes. Plus, if you're an overpacker like me, the Playpack has you covered with oversized elastic and interior pockets, as well as insulated cup holders. And they're not just good for diapers. With their inner zippers and front net pockets, they're the perfect size for school, work, or outdoor activities. I'll never need another bag again. Choose from a bunch of different designs, from adorable dino and sailor patterns to more discreet baby blue or blackout designs. These functional diaper bags will have you feeling super cute, whilst making sure you're always prepared for a change wherever you are. Well, I've upheld my end of the bargain. Now go check out Playtime's Playpacks and see which one's for you. Please, don't let me down. She is not amused. She's like, I'm trying to take a nap here. Yeah. Oh, wait. Barney, introduce yourself. Hello. I mean, you you with your, like, (laughs) ASMR. My daddy voice. Yeah. Groovy. Ooh, groovy. For the listeners, that's my my daddy voice. Groovy. Griff's favorite (laughs) tone I take. I just realized that it's going to be quite weird listening to this episode and then having my voice start and then in the middle and then continuing like for all the ads. Right. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I forgot you do all the ads. Where are your ads ads going to be? Uh, It's going to be play packs and uh, story time or color time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, I just kind of first wanted to talk about the things that I've been up to since we last recorded and i also want to hear about your guys's stuff so like i went to the the fifa um qualifiers which i guess is a big thing in like europe <laughs> yeah that's big here <laughs> um but it's the qualifiers and stuff so i watched um the u.s team versus el Salvador, and i've never seen like sportsmanship like that before like uh, during like our like football games and stuff Everybody hates each other, mm-hmm. but like I literally watched um, both teams like they're on like like their fans and stuff, just like high fiving and like giving like the other teams hugs and stuff. And it's like, wow, y'all are actually like enjoying this. I was really really. Now, when you were there, did the goalie swap jerseys? Um, I won't lie, I was kind of cold and my and I was really focused on trying to find hot chocolate, alcoholic hot chocolate, from what I understand. <sighs> More like just hot chocolate and chocolate. I walked around the brand new stadium in Columbus. Mafre Stadium. Yeah, and I was like, do you guys have hot chocolate here? And they're like, no. I was like, does any place have hot chocolate under it? Like, I don't think so. So I'm like going through like all these different places. Tons of cold beer though. And it's like 17 degrees outside. Yeah, but beer will warm you because, you know, oh, get a bit not warm. when it's freaking freezing, like covered in ice and stuff. I was like, I don't want to hold this. <laughs> but um 
Griffey, you also got to experience this niceness of we dealt with a freaking winter storm and had the power out in this area for like four days. Yeah, that was the first couple of days wasn't bad because the apartment was still warm. But the end of the second day, like the second night, it got cold. We were originally supposed to have the power out for one day. And then the second day came around, I was like, oh my God, I'm freezing. We finally got our power back, and I felt bad for the kitty cats. When I came back, they were curled up into a blanket on the couch. Aww. Did the, any of the fish die? No. They all they were all still swimming around, which I was happy to see. It's kind of surprising because they need warm water. None of that water got cold. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I mean, at the same time, like, all my fish right now that I have in there, they're, they're like the beginner fish. All my um, other fish have passed away because they got ick a couple years ago so like i had like an eel and all that and those you had an eel mm-hmm, i had an eel how big I... well that doesn't tell people on... i know I, yeah I know, no, but... everyone at home's like <laughs> yeah but if you can look at my fingers here that's about that big like i don't know it's it's not huge but it's still, no, it's, an eel. it's a big eel. So I'd like, say six to eight inches. Yeah, like just about bigger than an action figure. That's how my brain works. I got four inches. <laughs> um, you also have a shark named Bruce too. Yeah, we had yeah. Technically, we, I had two sharks. Um, Bruce. What kind of sharks? Um, red tails. They're red tail sharks. Bruce originally died because. Um, I don't know how he died. I think he got bullied somehow, but he was a massive shark. Like I've so I've heard that they when they get um when they start getting big, they like knock themselves against the side of the tank a lot and that can like kill them quite easily. He was getting bullied by a beta fish. He was a pussy. <laughs> well, uh, some of them betas can be mean. Yeah, but we have a female, so you can have multiple females and it's really, really cool. So you can have a school of beta fish. But you can only have one male beta fish unless your fish tank is large enough that allows them to set up their own territories. And I don't have a 100-gallon tank, so I can't do that yet. Uh, you also have snails and bottom feeders in your tank, too. Yeah, they're the beginner fish. Do they um, clean the tank? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they... so um, my whole fish tank is um, self-efficient. <laughs> I went all out on my fish tank. <laughs> yeah. Um, groovy. Yes, groovy. I also, um, I don't know if you've tried the Little Kings or not yet. But... They haven't come. Oh, oh, they haven't. Oh. They still haven't come, no. Um, so, everybody knows this. I like being a stinky boy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, is this guy? <laughs> um, I told um, Newsy about this. I was like, so I bought these... Um, chewy laxatives that um, oh god and i was like so i'm gonna try these out i eat like five of them and drink like a crap ton of water i read their instructions and i'm kind of mad because they didn't work out the way i wanted them to and so like i don't know if anybody has suggestions on like how make the systems work um please tell me i also i hate i hate this movie with goddamn passion i went to a rocky horror picture show thing with one of my friends and I looked like every lesbian in my high school. I would have loved <laughs> to have went. It sucks. 
Like, I you're like, have never oh, seen it's it. not my favorite. You know, did you at least have fun? Yeah, no, I, I found the I found the actors funny. Like the only thing I found really funny was some of the stuff that they were doing. But um, the movie itself, I don't like. I would have went and had an absolute blast. Yeah, it sounds super fun. I haven't seen the film either, which I feel like I pro- I probably I've been told that I would enjoy it, but uh, it's one of those things where like when people say, "Oh, you'll love this," it just means I'm like probably never gonna go see it. Yeah. You should though. It, it's got Tim Curry in it, and he's hilarious in that movie. I know, like, every single gay person I know out there is like, oh my gosh, I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. I'm like, I am a bad gay because I don't like it. Like, I'm just that weird person. I just don't like um, Roll Paul's Drag Race or, um, like... <laughs> I I like I like uh, RuPaul's. I love Drag Race. I, the, there's, there's too much Drag Race. I finally... Uh, yeah, I, get, I, I finally gave up on on drag race and i feel so free <laughs> i mean i love um i love like seeing like drag queens and stuff like in person that stuff to me is yeah. awesome and stuff but just the reality tv show over it is just like well it just the thing doesn't that, me the thing that got me into it was how it's a pastiche of reality tv shows like it's kind of making fun of itself like it doesn't take itself seriously Right. Until it started to take itself seriously and just got worse and worse and worse and like, ugh. yeah, I'm no, just now starting season eight. And oh, like, you're at the good. You're still in the good days. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's how far behind I am. Oh, that's good though. The, yeah, like four, five, and six were just brilliant, like TV gold. And then seven was a bit of a dud, but had like a really good cast, really good queens. And then eight's really good. And then, yeah, it just gets worse after that. I found a compilation video on YouTube that I've been watching. It's all the Snatch games on one YouTube video. Mm. Oh, my God, it's so funny. Well, and, and what's, like, sad about that is, like, they started out really good, and then the Snatch games just got worse and worse every year. There was one season where every single person was terrible, and it was so disappointing. I know. I love Latrice. I feel like she got robbed on her Snatch game. Uh, oh yeah. Well, she gets another chance. Yeah. Don't you worry. Um, can I ask you about your Berlin experience? <laughs> yes. I'm jealous. <laughs> I want to go to Berlin, dude. Ah, uh, it's uh so good, and I, I'm so glad I went again, and I'm going to be going back. So, uh, uh, what yeah. is it really exactly? If you don't mind me asking. So it's a it's city this... in Germany. No, not that. <laughs> I'm asking. So it's um this is called Failgeist, and it's this uh which just means like um, tormentor. Um, it's like tucked away in this little suburb and it's this little warehouse that they've totally kitted out with like there's St. Andrew's crosses and cages and sus- oh my suspension God. contraptions. And I gotta go there. You gotta take me. It's amazing. It's like, it's amazing. And it's all volunteer run. So it's this really tight knit like little community but they have theme nights all the time. So they'll like have puppy weekends and they have a regular ABDL weekend. So when it's the ABDL weekend, they put a giant ball pit. They have a huge like uh, plushy area with like a huge screen. They've got changing tables everywhere. There's a coloring room and like a classroom. There's a playroom with a giant car. And there were, this time there was a high chair and toys and like there's just everything you could want. They have like a, a big room full of nappies that you can buy while you're there, because mm-hmm. like obviously you never bring enough. 
Um, I would go there for puppy night and just general like leather night because I would still wear my puppy hood there. And well, this I would try to get myself flogged. I would try to get myself oh, locked into a cage. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, oh my god, I'd have such a blast. So I was on the cross uh, twice this time, which was totally crazy. Um, but yeah, like it, it was incredible. Thing about like I've only been to the ABDL week. I've only been to the ABDL weekends and. There's always like it's full of diaper pups and full of like leather daddies and they're just kind of like every event. The rubber event always has you know like pups Ooh, and rubber. Stuff. I'm there. Oh my god, yeah. They've they've got everything. So I had to ask, do they have like a clown meat? Not yet, but I want to. Oh I want to start it. There's enough. There's enough people. So that leads me into um because um that's actually why we're terrorizing today is because of the clown it's the clown episode <laughs> yeah so if you don't mind me asking do it what is clown play then so clown play is i mean it's like all things you know it's it's kind of different for everyone but i guess for me it's like the absolute freedom to kind of do anything and there's the aspects of it that I love, which is, you know, big red noses and uh, makeup and big shoes and pies and all the kind of like classic circus clown nonsense, but then incorporating kinky elements and like, I, I let me tell you, there's nothing better than <laughs> clown sex. Yeah, you just imagine like, I wonder what's in this hole. It's like a rabbit hole. It's like, ooh. <laughs> no, it's like. It's like a clown goes to fist and, oh my gosh. and pulls out a bunny. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Oh. Like, how'd that get in there? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, everything, like sex is like, there's nothing serious about sex anyway. Like, so why right. not just have fun with it? I don't know. I just find that everything lends itself to it. It bleeds into every other kink. Um, you know, anything that squirts, anything that, you know, it leads into like wet and messy play easy with pies and squirting flowers and all that kind of stuff into pup play really, really easily with like doggy tricks and training. And you can even go down the hypnosis angle or like, you know, in, so in like traditional circus clowning, there's always um, like a high status and a low status clown. So like even that right. kind of element of it lends itself to power play and there being a, a dom clown and there being like a stooge and it's really fun to be both. Um, um, so just because I like saying the boundaries of the difference. So it's, is it more of a kink or a fetish for you? For me, it's a complete fetish because for me, okay. it was like the first thing I was ever into the first time I was ever aroused. It was clowns that did it and uh you know i only kind of like learned what sex was later and then like incorporating that into clowning is like how i that worked for me so but the funny thing is it's kind of frustrating but also exciting how actually common it is even though no one really seems to be talking about it now that i'm like very visible on twitter and recon and instagram and stuff I get messages all the time about it and people just come out of the woodwork like, oh yeah, I've always been into that or, you know, I've always wanted to try that and I'm still getting those messages like all the time and then I look at their profile and it's like, you know, oh, I'm a rubber pup or, you know, I'm a this or I'm a that or whatever and no one ever right. talks about it even though it seems to be really, really common. 
So there's a lot of people as well who've like gotten into it through other kinks later on. And so for them, it's like, you know, maybe less of a full on fetish and more like they just, you know, like having fun. Like, I think that's kind of the same with pups. Like pups are very visible and everyone kind of knows what they are. And no one woke up one day and was like, you know what? I just need to be a dog. Well, I mean, some people do, I guess, but like... What? (laughs) But I mean, like, because you saw the puppies and then that kind of clicked for you and you kind of go, oh, yeah, no, I I kind of get that. And that makes sense to me. Right. I feel like it's kind of the same thing. And if more of us were being, were clowning around more visibly, I think it would pick up steam in the zeitgeist. People would be just talking about it a bit more. So along the lines of clowns, uh, have you ever heard of a company called Ultra Lunars? Yes. Okay, so I'm getting a free I'm getting a free care package from them and I'm excited. Dude, that's so Um, cool. They're sending me twenty they're sending me twenty balloons. Because on Instagram a while What kind of balloons? The it says like blow me till I explode and has other kink sayings like that on them. Okay, well, if you and they're they're thicker latex than standard balloons, yes. so they'll last. Yeah, yeah. And actually, that's the same with like um like rubber suits. Yeah, yeah. But even like non kink balloons, um, you know, that ones that like like actual like birthday clowns use to like make balloon yeah. animals. Those are normally like a lot thicker, so you can actually do a lot of cool, funny bondage stuff with that, which is loads of fun. So they, <laughs> Ultra Lunars had originally was doing a competition on their Instagram page. You know, it's like, oh, like the post, share the post as a story, and comment three other people. You know, tag three people in the comments section. And by the end of the month, you know, we'll pick you know so many lucky winners. And they messaged me and said, hey, you're one of the lucky winners. You know, what's an address that we can send these to you? And I didn't realize that they're actually in Germany. So I was like, oh, so it's going to take a long. They told me since they're in Germany, it's going to take four to six weeks. How long did it take? I still have not gotten them yet. <laughs> I could just imagine, because um, you talk about like bond stuff, somebody just like blowing up balloons, making like handcuffs out. Oh yeah! Like yep. <laughs> oh gosh! The one thing. So about- what I'm gonna do is, is when I get these balloons, I'm gonna like get a hotel room and put my rubber suit on, and then inflate these balloons and get a whole bunch of pictures of me in my rubber suit with these ultra lunars balloons. What you need is a rubber clown suit, really, to get to. Go with the balloons. Why don't you come here with the rubber suit, the rubber clown suit? It'd be a rubber clown and a rubber puppy. Oh, okay, you're on. I need to get myself a rubber clown suit. I was, I like went looking for like a rubber circusy singlet kind of deal, and I came away yes. with that like Dom outfit that I've got instead. Um, so I need to go rubber shopping again and get something actually circusy. The one thing about um clowning that uh, you don't really have with like pup play (laughs) is there's a lot of prep time involved like if you are blowing up balloons or you're preparing pies or you're doing makeup like sometimes that side of it is like you need to have good banter while you're getting ready (laughs) otherwise there's like a good 45 minutes of like preamble so i have two questions for you yeah so to go back to um the kink and the fish thing so i like I like asking people this. What makes the difference from a kink and a fetish for you? Um, there is no wrong answer. Okay. I just love knowing, like, what is the definition to you? Um, I don't know. Like, I to me, fetish, like, to me, fetish says this is 
something that's more a part of my identity and who I am. And like, I consider myself a kinkster, but to me, kinks are things that like, like I'm, I'm a real kink sponge. So kinks are things I pick up and try and develop and have, I feel like I have main fetishes, which would be like clowns and like ABDL and pup play have come into that realm recently. But I'd say all the other kind of like fun stuff I like to do, I would call a set of kinks. I would say like a fetish is an umbrella for all the kinks you can have under that. There's a lot of clowns who are into pies and there are a lot of, you know, dogs who are into the transformative element or, you know, a lot of lunars who are into popping, you know, but those are kind of like the kinks you can have. You don't necessarily, you can have like an age play fetish and not want to wet or mess. So, right. So I want to give you like the definition or the, like the general definition of the difference is, so a fetish is something that you only sexualize. And a kink is something that is just taboo. Oh, really? And doesn't always have to be sexual. Yeah. So, like, me wearing diapers isn't always a sexual thing. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, seeing a dude just, like, get railed in, like, a (laughs) soggy-ass diaper, I find it's, like, really fucking hot. But I don't put a diaper on going, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get rock hard from this. Oh, I do. But a fetish is something that you only see as a sexual thing or a sexual gratification from. And that's why there's some people that, for example, let's just say for clowns, um, somebody that they only do the clown scenes until they get off. And once mm. they get off, they're like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Take time, take it off. Well, actually, that's a really good point. Like, So there's a few people who are like okay so i would go so far as to maybe call myself like clown sexual for me like it's 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 such a huge part of everything everything comes from like clowning is how i got into abdl it's how i got into putt play but like that has also developed like an actual because it is an art as well and like me fetishizing it is not to you know belittle that aspect of it and I, over the years, like, have learned a lot and have actually, like, gotten to enjoy a lot of the vanilla sides of it. There's, and, and, like, a lot of the time I will just sit in my clown shoes and my nose and play video games. Like, it feels very normal <laughs> to me. Like, I quite like just having hey, that. Hey, I do that with my puppy. Right, right exactly. I'll Xbox with my pup hood on. Yeah, so I think it's become far more a part of my life and identity. And also, it is, like, there are, you know, a lot of real life clowns who also you know have clown kinks and for me like the most amazing thing about like when i started doing my kink art and putting it online was getting messaged by like ringling brothers like former ringling brothers clowns and suck to slay clowns like people that i had like looked up to and thought were really cool or thought were really hot and they're like oh that's really cool man and i was like what (laughs) I thought you'd be offended if anything, but they were like, no, it's, it's it's totally cool. And a lot of them are into it. But of course, I also understand that for them, it's like I have my work and then there's, you know, I can play, you know, with whoever. That's my private life. But especially in a line of work where you're often working like with kids and stuff, I can understand why that's a really hard line. That Right. I remember going to the Ringling Brothers Circus. I'm so jealous. It was fun. Did you get? Did you go I early always, and get to like meet them? No, because uh, that was the thing that they did. 
I always like the trapeze artist and then the tightrope walkers. I always thought that was interesting. That's the stuff that always made me like, that's what you go to the circus and get wowed by. But I think I always thought, like I didn't get the clowns when I was a kid. I just thought they were really weird and I couldn't figure them out. And I think that at the same time as me kind of being a shy kid and like kind of envying the the class clown and wanting to be a little more like precocious. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I feel like it could have gone one way. It could have turned into fear and it turned into like fascination instead. And see, that's why I always like the tightrope art uh, walkers and the trapeze artists, because I have that fear of heights. Like I'm like, I don't know how they're so calm being that high up off the ground. Yeah. See, I looked at the clowns and thought that I'm like, wow, that's really brave that they're like being silly and getting laughed at. I'd be so embarrassed. Right. I guess it's the things that like we kind of envy in others. Yeah. But really, really good at like the one thing they did really well was they were really keen on their clowns being like cool because they knew a lot of kids were afraid of clowns and they did a lot to try and make the clowns seem less scary. So that's why they did that thing where you can come an hour early and you can meet them and you can try on costumes. And like most of them had really like minimal makeup and they all had normal names and they were like, look, they're just like cool dudes. You know, it's fine. Well, on as you're wrapping this up, we're going to have to take a break if you don't mind, Barney. That's quite all right. And then when we come back, we can finish up your story. Yes. Groovy tunes. Pause. Hey little one, it's Barney from Playtime. Now I know you like playing pretend, whether that's being a superhero or being big, but all before lights out because you've got a bedtime. Well, what if I told you you get to play pretend whenever you like, wherever you are? Storytime is a weekly event with a bedtime story read to you by Little Casey on the events channel in the Playtime Playground Discord server or on Twitch at Playtime Co. Each week, delve into tales of adventure and friendship with short stories designed to help you let go and enjoy a world of wonder. And don't worry if you miss out, Storytime will also be recorded so you can listen wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Storytime is at 7.30pm Eastern Standard Time on Discord and on Twitch. Come play pretend. Hong Kong. Welcome back. <laughs> that was oh, shit. Yeah, sorry. that's my. <laughs> I just oh, burnt wow, into the microphone. We'll cut that out. We'll cut that out. <laughs> um, so first off, I really want to know. You were talking about pies earlier. <laughs> yeah. So are we talking about like like custard pies? Or are okay. we talking about like shaving shaving cream foam? And- so I really only do the shaving foam. I've done I've done the custard pie thing. Mm-hmm. That shit stinks. Like try- Does it? Yes, man. Trying to wash like actual cream like out of stuff, like it, it oh, yeah. it's not it's not good. Some people are really into that and they like getting like messy and creative with the foodstuffs. I kind of just stick to the foam because it's really easy to clean up. The cleanup is always like anyone with a gunge fetish will tell you the cleanup is yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta factor that in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Um <laughs> yeah, especially being like a stinky boy and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, I love I love doing it, but I'm like, oh my god, now to go spray off. Yeah. <sighs> I'm just, I'm kind of referring back to all the things you kind of talked about earlier. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so you were connecting like how um like in pup in the pup community and stuff we have um like a power dynamic. The hell is there a power? Di- how the hell is there a power dynamic in the clown community? 
does one person have like the biggest red nose and you're like <laughs> i am rudolph kind of i mean i guess it's just the same as like there are little clowns there are daddy clowns there are definitely clowns that are like um there's like the stooges and then there's like the stooges? You know, yeah the so like stooges like larry curly and mo yeah like the dummies basically the ones who okay. are I, always like, I know what the stooges are based off their names really but i don't like actually know like anything about the stooges so like traditionally with clowns there's the the white face clown who's the one who's like face is totally white they're mm-hmm. like kind of the clever clown so they're the one who like is never the butt of the joke they're the one who's always doing the joke and it's always at the expense of the stooge who's like the dopier one who traditionally has what they call an august uh face he's like just white around the eyes and the mouth and then big red nose so there's definitely like that aspect of it right there isn't so much as of of a like community around clowning the way that there is with a lot of other kinks but there's definitely enough of us who've all kind of like found each other and everyone kind of has a role within that. Like there's people who definitely love being humiliated. There's people who definitely love only, you know, being the one doing the humiliating. But then again, clowning also doesn't have to be about humiliation and it can just be kind of like tit for tat slapstick kind of stuff. Uh So what's your favorite thing to do as a clown? Like, what's your favorite gag? I love things that honk. So honking noses, big horns. Uh-huh. That squeaks. That mm. does that honk. That's the closest I know. I I, get. The squeak is fine, but, like, the honk is so much better. Um, do you have one that we can hear? <sighs> no, not... Uh, no. Not around me. Um, I've got, like, squeakies, but they're, like, the same as yours. Somewhere I, I, I can find, like, a proper... A proper honker. <laughs> a proper honker. But like all sex gear, these things get like over time. You wear them out. Oh, right. really? Oh, yeah. Oh. I've had to throw a lot of stuff away because it's been like, it's taken one too many pies or like it's just been <laughs> worn through. Damn. So how did you get into the community or more like what drew you there? Um, Honestly, like I couldn't find what I wanted online like it didn't look like it existed if i typed in clown porn like nothing really came up and you know i i ended up on uh experience project when it was around and (gasps) yeah there was a huge clown um oh my gosh you're like one of like three people i know about oh my god dude it was so good when it lasted like i was on it until it died and i was like oh did you um did you pull all your files from it they asked like yeah they asked I did. if you want to like transfer yeah. all your stuff ep oh wow it's crazy how many and like i was really young at the time like i was underaged so you know i was very safe online and i you know mm-hmm. was just trying to see like that there were other people out there like me and and why was this something people weren't talking about and then eventually got chatting to people gotten to know got to know people who i've now known for years and years and years but we all just kind of found each other online and there was like you know more so than most kinks, the purge fucking comes for clowns like crazy. Like there's a couple of people who just the profiles will come and go like every year and we always know who it is and then they get rid of it again and they throw out all their stuff and then they come back to it. And I know that a lot of ABDLs go through that as well. So I don't know, it just it seemed to be a really small, close knit community. There was just a few of us. And then all of a fucking sudden, I, got, I like make a recon profile only like a year ago, 
and now all the time. I mean, for months and months, it was like every day, every other day. Now it's not as frequent, but it's I'm still getting them. I just got another one. People are like, oh yeah, no, me too. Oh, I didn't know other people were into this. And like so many people are up for it. So many people are willing to try it. So many people are curious about it. So many people see my stuff and then go, oh wow, I never thought about that. But come to think of it, so many people like, um, there was a guy who worked for Cirque du Soleil for years and he messaged me and was like, you know, it was my job. I never thought about it. It was kind of an occupational hazard. Eventually, like, you know, you you do stuff when you're in makeup or whatever. He was like, I never really thought about it. And now I'm like, I can't get it out of my head. Like, right. And there's so many people all of a sudden coming out the woodwork. And that was the thing that was most surprising to me. So I feel like the clown community is only starting to kind of find each other, really. <laughs> I was looking at... um similar worlds similar worlds came up after um experience project and i just typed in clowns and somebody goes i have a clown fetish yep that'll be <laughs> that'll be the one like everywhere you go you'll find one of them <laughs> that's kind of funny though i have a clown fetish Ooh. <laughs> it says i've seen they've created an, al- an alternative to experience project barney did i find you <laughs> <laughs> Nah. Yeah, I think we. I think I did, Barney. I think that's Barney. <laughs> <laughs> um, really? Um, did you did you you kind of answered a little bit, but did you feel alone in the community at first? Oh yeah. So I, you know, I'm sure a lot of us can relate to this, but I just assumed I was the only one in the world, which obviously is like, of course, that wasn't going to be the case, but it really felt that way, and even when I started to find people like me I never really you know it was all online and everyone's really guarded and it just never really felt for a long time like I'd I would ever get to be open about it or I just thought I was just prepared for it to just be this like shameful secret that that I just tuck away forever and that was just how I was going to live my life and it's crazy to me that I was ever that that was where my head was at. Right now that I like to where I am now, um, because I yeah, think, but you've enjoyed your journey up to this point. You've enjoyed totally. every second of it. Yeah, every single. I mean, and obviously every step I t- I've taken has gotten me to where I am. And you know, I didn't I didn't meet anyone until I was ready. I didn't come out to my partner until I was ready. And it's not that I I guess wish things had gone differently. I just. I, I can never go back. Time was right. Yeah, I can never go back. Like, and that's that's like part of that journey of self discovery. Like, it takes time to discover who you are, and try to take that journey and learn along the way and have fun. Like everyone goes through it, mm. and that's what I tell everyone. It's like, oh, I want to be a pup. You know, can you show me how to be a pup? Well, I can't exactly show you. I can help guide you, but yeah. really, that's it's up to you to discover who you are as a pup. Yeah. Something I tell people is, um, if they ever ask, I'm like, Oh, how, you know, I want to do this or, Oh, I want to do this. You know, how can I do that? I'm like, well, really there is no like wrong answer. Like totally. You don't have like, there's no like playbook that says you have to do this to do this, to do this. You know, there's things in life that you will think that you will enjoy or, things that you don't think you'll enjoy and then you get put into a situation that you know you think you enjoyed something and you find out real quick that you don't enjoy that or or you thought you wanted this and you don't and 
it's kind of why we've also talked about like how communication is a very is a big key factor in things. Yeah, because you have to know where that hard line totally. is for you. I think it's yeah. I I don't know. I I think we we all probably have personal stories relating to that, but it's that's such an important thing that I've had to learn, but also that I say to anyone starting out any kind of kinky journey, because you are not going to enjoy something by like indulging in something to try and please someone else. Because first of all, I mean, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm never having fun unless the other person is. So you're never going to just get someone else's kink. And it's so important to be vocal about your boundaries from the get-go and what you want to do and what you want to try and discussing how and to what extent. I find it funny how many people like in the pup community are like, oh, pups can't wear leather crowns or, you know, blah, 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 whatever, which is funny because that's something that transcends like every... (laughs) Like there are clowns who are like, oh, clowns can't have beards. And it's like, yes, of course they fucking can. And they look really, really hot. You know, there are no rules to any of this stuff. Every time I think of beards and clowns, um, I just think of like the insane clown posse. <laughs> well, there was a, a group called um, the, uh, uh, I'm going to get it wrong, Porn Clown Posse or Clown Porn Posse? Porn Clown Posse. And uh-huh. their whole thing was like dressing up as clowns and going to kinky events and kind of infiltrating those spaces in a really like silly and fun and joyous way. And then like all other fucking clown things that got purged from the internet at some point, but you can still find some pictures. That's where Ouchie the Clown is from. If you like um, Impact Play, Griff, you might like Ouchie the Clown. Ooh, I love Impact Play. I love being flogged. Oh yeah, Ouchie will flog you. <laughs> Was it hard for you to like merge the clown side of you to like pop or ABL side? Um. No, because for me, like those sides only emerged from clowning. Like Uh ABDL for me was kind of an interesting journey in that it was not just not my thing. It was like an active turnoff. It was like repulsive to me. I was like, that's just not my thing whatsoever. Cut to now where it's like competes with clowning for my, you know, top spot. And I love it so much. But for me, it like came from a humiliation like standpoint. So I was like, oh, okay, well, like big, embarrassing, inflatable diapers. That's that's kind of humiliating. And a, a clown made me call him daddy. And, you know, and then that kind of evolved into babyish clothes and then being forcibly babied and then actually trying diapers. And then it all just kind of spiraled from there. And so it's, I think, really easy to merge those two because that happened very organically for me. But then it also kind of kept going and then I got into pup play kind of in the same way like to me clowns are just human pups like it's just that silly bouncy fun playful energy and right like dressing that up and enjoying the like indulging in the fantasy of it like that to me is what got me into pup play and I found that the headspace is really really similar so I those things kind of like go hand in hand for me. I know that like for a lot of people, they, they don't quite, but when I first tried them, I, I never wanted to mix them. And then the more that I did them, the more I just started mixing them and having fun with it. Do you have a, um, like a pup hood? Oh yeah. That correlates with it. Yeah. So I've got two, I've got my rough stuff one. You've seen my rough stuff one on my Instagram, right? Yeah. Um, 
because that one's a little more clowny, but it's still very like pup. It just has like a red nose and some purple on it. Okay, so are you doing it? Oh, yeah. Let's say there he is. I love that you already sent me a message because I was about to like have to like, oh, search you down. He hasn't sent me a message. Oh, I'll send you one. <sighs> Boy, come on! Ooh. I want to see his rough stuff. I'm, lo- I'm looking. I'm looking. Ooh, diapers. Oh yeah, lots of diapers. I just saw your pussy. You saw my what? Your bussy, and you jerking off in a diaper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I just saw a whole clown face. <laughs> <laughs> look like you had uh, like a beach ball in yeah, your what is that? to make it look like you have a fat Oh, belly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love a big belly. What, what is oh, it? Oh, it's is just it a just pillow. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, there's your clown shoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is this the brown one with the yeah, white yeah, nose or with the it. red yeah, nose? Yeah, the brown okay. one. Oh, that's, that's so cute. Okay. That's adorable. I love it. That is so adorable. I like how you have your eyes crossed, like, <laughs> and then one ear folded down and one ear sticking up, like, hello, I'm Derpy Dog. <laughs> I like that. It's it's actually really adorable. But yeah, Puddles is... Do you ever, do you ever plan on, like, updating them? Yeah, I, I mean, that was my first... The first one I designed was the Rough Stuff one. So the first one I got was just a brown one, and I didn't realize that there was, like colors i was like oh brown like okay that's kind of a neutral dog color and then someone was like oh you're a brown puppy and i was like yeah what why what does that mean yeah not that's one of the misconceptions about pup play is like people think that pups hoods are based off the hanky code and people ask me all the time they're like well you're a red pup which means you must like fisting i'm like or i just like red (laughs) like (laughs) i'm like well that's besides the point i want it with red because it's my favorite color yeah yeah i want to get a purple one yeah like yeah I, yeah i'm yeah i'm not i'm not into that orange it was hanky code <laughs> well that just means orange just means you're orange means you're up for anything anywhere well, at any time yeah, exactly <laughs> see i'm not yeah it's not me well you're orange and blue so you know i forget what blue means but like it's i was reading them and stuff but they were just i was like no i'm just one of my colors that's all i think you said it, but do you but you have, you have a clown name, right? I am Dumb Bum the Clown. So how did you I, get that? Just the same as, like, I was like, oh, I just, I don't know, I just came up with that. I was like, Dumb Bum, yeah, I'll go with that. And then it just stuck. Same with Puddles for my pup name. That just happened immediately. I was like, okay, that's the name then. Yeah, there wasn't really any rhyme or reason to it. Some clowns take that thing, like, very seriously and, like, yeah, whatever. It's not a big deal. Yeah, like my my whole name has like a meaning behind it. It's Apollo Lapis Maximus, which means the greatest blue Apollo. And Apollo was known for being uh, like pure Mine's art. just puddles because I make puddles. And so, <laughs> so you know, I'm just a pure heart blue, um, the greatest Aww. pure heart blue dog. Yeah. <laughs> so I just so I love seeing people have different names. It's kind of like tattoos. Mm. Like some people get tattoos yeah. just for tattoos and other people have tattoos because they represent yeah. something. Well, yeah, I it's so. a bit like Newsy was saying like he just kind of felt like he had to come up with a ABDL name and I just kind of had one handy. I was like, "Well, I guess I'm Barney, that's fine." Oh, is Barney not your no. name? <laughs> Mind blown. Bro. I'm not going to lie. I mean like this is almost as mind blowing as finding out that like, um, that like Casey has a wife. <laughs> Did that blow your mind? I was like, I've been jerking off to you. I feel ashamed. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't um, mind. 
Oh my gosh. Have you have you ever had <laughs> like any bad experiences with the clown community slash kink? Yeah. Um so you know, I was talking about how like visible pups are and how, you know, ABDL is kind of now having that time in the sun, like I remember when it was just so taboo and now most people kind of know what it is and like don't confuse it for, you know, pedophilia or anything like that. Like people are generally seem to be kind of in the know about it. Clowning is still not enough people are talking about it and we're all, you know, there's thousands of us everywhere. We're all over the place and yet no one's really talking about it. So there's a lot of like, you know, people are really guarded and people are really closeted and I was one of those people. Because for ages I wanted to be an actor and, um, you know, there's a lot of reasons why, you know, we all keep these sides of ourselves hidden or we're very private about them. And um, anyway, there was there was this one guy who we all kind of know who it is now, but um, just showed up one day and his whole thing was that he uh, he made this like clown forum for Kingsters and these kind of things come and go all the time but his whole thing was he wanted everyone to like send in pictures you had to you had to basically do a bunch of tasks and send in a bunch of pictures in order to like get in and then mm-hmm. uh you know he would he was basically the kind of ringleader and but the thing was he wanted everyone's pictures and videos and you know wanted them to do all their tasks and forfeits and punishments and whatever but he wasn't doing any of that and nobody was allowed to know anything about him or who he was and that was super not okay and really sketchy and you know kind of immediately everyone involved got the hell out of there and his reaction was really quite awful as well he just like he started doing this newsletter where he just badmouthed all the people who like had left or you know uh had very uh real concerns about what he was doing with their pictures and stuff so i mean that's that's the only kind of bad experience that i've that's the only kind of thing like i've encountered because i guess it's still so in its infancy and obviously like every community there are people who will take advantage so is there like a misrepresentation of the community i i think apart from people not really knowing it exists i don't know i think i think when you hear like clown porn or clown fetish or anything like that people are going to have all kinds of notions about what that is and i think a lot of people assume it's a lot more sinister like just tell me you eat children yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah we just eating eating kids in sewers or i don't know like people tend to assume that it's like and you know there are people who enjoy the horror element of it um not me but that that's definitely that can be a part of 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 any kind of play but i think people don't immediately get that it's generally quite jovial again i just i just say it's it's very much like pups it's like pups with makeup and big shoes and noses basically just sweet doofy and silly and fun um so we'll wrap this up really <laughs> but um my final question to you is do you have any advice that you would want to give anybody that if they were curious or questioning about the community? Um, well, message me. No. Um, yeah, I, I'd say like there are loads, loads, loads more people than you think who are into what you're into and you're not going to gel with anybody and that's absolutely fine. There are so many people that you will. So don't be afraid and don't be shy to reach out and find the community because it is there it does exist 
And like anything, there's no, you don't need to have, you know, I could talk your ear off about all the like fancy, like pro noses to get and the shoes that cost hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of dollars. There's no need to do any of that. Don't break the bank, get a $2, you know, foam nose off of Amazon and just see if you like it and go from there. Um, where can our listeners connect with you at? So I'm on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, it's under my artist uh, name because I do uh, kinky art, which is the Muckle Stoter. Um, and on Instagram, that is the underscore Muckle underscore Stoter. And then that's at T Stoter on Twitter. What about you, Bobby? Where can people find you at? Um, well, they can just Google my name. That's the best part. Um, <laughs> but on Instagram, it's Dylan Blake underscore official. And then on Twitter, it is Blake Dylan. And then we have Zelda. Zelda, you can just find her at my house or in the bay window. You can find me on Instagram at pup underscore griff. Twitter at griff underscore pup. Yeah. Oh, that's show. By the way, did I ever show off my NFT sweatshirt to you? You did. Um, I would say it's NFT. Um, it's the one of a kind sweatshirt for playtime at the moment. So, yeah. I don't know if you'll ever make it advertiser or not for it, but it has my character finger on it. I'll, I'll do ads for the, for the customization for sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, thank you, Barney, for speaking with us about something I have no idea about. <laughs> Thanks for having Round me, and around. <laughs> Yeah, but thank you. And we must say, it's time for recess time to be over. Bye. Bye-bye.